Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Submission Backstory, Memoir of a BDSM Authoress, written by Shauna Hunter. A routine interview leads to a sexual awakening. Immersing herself in work, worldly reporter Alyssa Kay travels to New York on the trail of a hot story. After arriving, she discovers that the story is much bigger than she could have dreamed. Facing steep competition from a rival with no scruples, Alyssa must think outside the box to find a fresh angle. Her search leads her to David, an overconfident younger man who promises the inside scoop Alyssa needs. All he asks in return is a little of her time. At first thinking she has the edge on her cute admirer, Alyssa soon learns that there is more to young David than meets the eye. Ultimately, she realizes that she's not just hunting this story, she's living it, and must decide if she will run from her future or submit to desires she didn't even know she had. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Submission Backstory. Chapter 4 the bar was as crowded as one would expect. Reporters love alcohol. It makes it easier to chat with strangers and easier to put up with one another. I ordered a martini. Not very feminine, I know, but it tends to put off the assholes who try to buy me a drink. Besides, I like the taste. This city really must be full of pricks. Excuse me? I turned to see a young man, early twenties at most, leaning toward me like he's sharing a secret. It's a clever ploy. Overconfident, considering I'm at least fifteen years his senior, but points for flat-out boldness. I get them wanting to see Jess and Elizabeth, but they're on the other side of the room. With the ladies of the hour gone, any reasonable man would expect at least a few heads turned to a beauty like you. Seriously? The old what's-a-pretty-girl-doing-drinking-alone line? Wait, who's Jess? Don't you know? The sexy Latina that was with Elizabeth. She's her, what are they calling it, counselor? Spoken like you know them. Everyone from our hometown knows them. Our hometown? Yeah, Brooks Hollow. They're kind of famous. Mind if I write that down? Only if you don't write my number along with it. Don't get cocky, kid. Here I thought I was being charming. He was cute. Dark brown eyes, and the only slightly out-of-style wave to his bangs. A bit scrawny for my tastes, but girls today like them thin. All right. If he's got some useful info, I can flirt a bit. So, what do the fine people of Brooks Hollow say about Jungle Girl? Elizabeth, actually, Elizabeth Morton, is the daughter of an infamous couple. Infamous? Good word use. Thanks. But it's true. The Mortons were known for private parties and sexy exploits. Some say they were big into that bondage stuff. Oh, really? Maybe I should pass him off to one of the gossip columnists. They'd 
love this tall tale. So, what are you pitching? That they got their daughter involved? Nothing so sordid. Although they do say Elizabeth has a taste for the same. That rumor I've heard. Elizabeth and her two counselors, right? Erotic nights all alone in the mansion? Yeah. Everyone here has heard that story, but it's really just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, what are they sacrificing goats up there, too? No, nothing like that. Come on, I thought a lifestyles writer would think to look beyond the individual. Oh, so you know my work. I guess you could call me a fan. Of lifestyle columns? Of redheads. Clumsy kid. Maybe I'll slip away now, I thought. I turned to see what excuse I could give, but all I saw was Jane over there working the room. The last thing I needed was another reminder of where our scorecard stands. So what is it exactly that a lifestyle writer should be looking at in this story? Well, it's simple, he says, as he leans forward, probably sniffing for perfume I'm not wearing. Why were these erotic rumors buzzing around? Is such a small town not busting down their door? Aren't they? Nope. In fact, the only question on people's minds at the moment is when will the parties start up again? You think Elizabeth and the counselors really are up to something? When you drive through town with two nearly naked women in your back seat, people notice. Wait, what? Their first day in town. They had clothes on, but they were torn and askew. Both girls looked like they'd been fucking the whole drive up. How did you see that? I was working the drive through window. Yet you didn't say anything? In my town, what they did is positively tame. The whole town is in on it. Most of them. Been that way since the Morton house was in its heyday. That's why everyone wants to know if the parties will restart. A lot of people are expecting an invite. How can you know stories about parties 20 years ago are true? It's common knowledge in town. I've spent most of my professional life profiling small towns, and the one constant is that a juicy rumor spreads faster than a virus. There was no way to contain it. Still, tall tale though it may be, the tale teller was pretty cute, and it had been so long since I'd been hit on. How exactly do you know? I gave my hair a little flip as I feigned interest. Uh-uh. That's enough free info. If you want a proper interview, you'll have to take me somewhere more private. Ah, the impetuousness of youth. Still, it had been fun. Points for effort, kid, but I'm not going to sleep with you for some tall tale. I'm not asking you to sleep with me, Mrs. K. Just to join me in the lounge for a private interview. So you just want to expose those dirty little secrets for fun? No, Mrs. K. I want you to convince me to expose them. But no sex. I said I'm not asking you to sleep with me. I just want the chance to convince you to ask me to sleep with you. I'm a married woman. 
Then I suppose I'll be sitting in the lounge alone. He stood to leave, confident in his stride like he knows I'll follow. As if I'd fall for such a simple ploy. I can't say I hated the attention from a younger man. But I was not going to cheat just because this kid offered an interesting game. It was a game, wasn't it? How do I know that these parties were real? He stopped and glanced over his shoulder at me. Something about the look he gave me made my heart flutter. If I were just a little younger. I was conceived at one, Mrs. Gay. With that, he was gone. I finished my drink in one gulp. It was too ridiculous to consider. It was a ploy to hit on an older woman. It had to be. I spotted Jane on the arm of one of the guys from People. I wasn't going to even the score with her without taking risks. Besides, the kid was no threat compared to some of the men I dealt with. I decided to play this game for a bit. It wasn't very nice to string him along, but it would be a good learning experience for him. He should learn that it takes more than a charming smile and a confident approach to get what you want. First, however, I would make him wait. I'd see if his confidence could hold out for an hour. If it could, then maybe I'd see if he really did have a story to tell. I doubted my editor would go for it, even if it was true, but I could use a good story. The secret sex life of a small town would at least give me something to think about later, during a long night with my five favorite lovers. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Submission Backstory. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.